You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. He's Dave, I'm Casey. It's time to talk a little fantasy. Casey, can you live this fantasy life? Dave. It's not reality. It's just a fantasy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we will dive a little bit deeper on the trend zone later in the week. This is all about the side bets, the monies, the fantasies, how you get paid on the side. So, Dave, let's go ahead and get started with three strikes. Yes, sir. Last week I had San Francisco over Arizona. There was a moment of uh, discomfort at one point, but... That was resolved uh, appropriately, and the Niners took care of business. I remain without a strike. Nice. I went ahead and went with the Minnesota Vikings, even so Bob D said, don't do it. Don't take the Vikes. I was like, ah, they're going to win. And then, of course, that opening drive, Kirk Cousins with the pick six the other way. I was like, I should have listened to Bob. But (laughs) the Vikings went ahead and handled their business, and I'm only down one strike. Got two left, baby. Yeah, the most popular pick, Casey, was in fact my San Francisco over Arizona pick. The most popular incorrect pick. Wow. Only 2%, uh, a little more than 2% of the people, but it was Pittsburgh losing to Houston. That was a that was a shocker. I'm surprised it yeah. didn't knock out more people. No doubt, dude. I, I didn't see that one coming at all last week. And of course, moving into week five. Everybody's picking those Dolphins over the Giants. What an abomination of a football game. On Monday night, completely disgusting. <laughs> there was a moment where it almost became a game, Casey. And then it went, whoa, nope, yeah. no, no, no game. DJ, Danny Dimebag said, I'll put an end to that one. Yeah, we got excited <laughs> for a minute there. Sorry. Oh, man. All right. Well, there you go. Pick Miami and you're going to be good. Dave, it is time for our fantasy go back starts of the week. If you could go back in time and change a player that you used and grab the W, would you have done it? I could have changed out two receivers for two receivers. That would have gotten me a instead of a 17 loss point loss, like a two point loss. But nothing was going to change my L into a W. So, no, sir. And I just went up against a uh, Los Burroughs Locos buzzsaw who had Christian McCaffrey in his 41.7 and his Seahawks defense with his 39. So even though uh, my foul boys put up 110 on the day, Ooh. it was just about 42 points shy. Of <laughs> wow. a but other than that, it was a great day. <laughs> well, and when you get over 100, you feel like you got a shot, right? Yeah. Well. Not I didn't time. even cash this week. Big scores. Yeah, and you know weird. why? Because there were some players that were total fantasy domination. Dave, start with the quarterback. Josh Josh Allen from the Bang Dang Owls. Also plays for the Buffalo Bills. Casey, 320 pass yards, four pass TDs, 17 rush yards, and a rush D. Pretty nice performance by Mr. Josh Allen. Yeah, and I just said it, CMC, Christian McCaffrey, for those Los Burros Locos, 106 rush yards, three rushing touchdowns, 71 receiving yards, and a receiving touchdown. Hell of a performance. How about Stephon Diggs at wide receiver, Casey? 
he had 120 receiving yards and three touchdowns receiving. Wow. Man, those Bills did those fish in. And this guy floating around on the free agent wire. We talked about him before. We might talk about him later. Cole Komet, dude. One singular rush yard. How did he get on total fantasy domination? Oh, it was the 85 receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns. Okay. I'm sure he's going to get picked up this week, especially Perhaps. moving into the buys. Okay, Dave, here's um, our league. We run it through NFL.com because it's got our league history. Otherwise, we might be looking for a new home. But it's 12-team <laughs> league, non-PPR, no flex, three wide receivers, two running backs, six points for touchdowns by quarterbacks, as it should be, where we make it tricky. Only five bench spots. It's brutal. Injuries, bye weeks. We're getting into the thick of it now, so it's going to be uh, woolly and wild. Dave, talk about our waiver claims. Yeah, it's moved to last after claim, never reset, which means after a successful waiver claim, you get moved to the lowest waiver priority for the next week. But if you decide not to take a player in a given week, then your waiver priority goes up and up and up each week. So there's a lot of strategy there to not taking a, a waiver wire every single week maybe deciding to take a free agent here and there, letting that waiver positioning go up so you can really get one when you need it. Or you could be a sicko like cause of the green bud Packers set your alarm for 2 AM, get up and make your wire selections and then go back to sleep. That's, he is a sicko. That's why I always wake up and find the guy I wanted gone. <laughs> yeah. Cause he can't stay up that late, but cause he gets up early to do it. All right. I mentioned the bye weeks coming in to week five, Cleveland, Los Angeles Chargers, Seahawks, and the Bucks all on by. Dave, what you going to do if you need a quarterback, brah? Yeah, you know what? This guy has been out there pretty much the whole season. Uh, CJ Stroud, Houston Texans, is only 32% rostered in most leagues. So uh, he hit 300 yards twice and he's thrown for two touchdowns in the last three games. Uh, they're now sitting at two and two, so the team's feeling pretty good. Next three weeks aren't great where he plays the uh, Falcons, Saints, and then a bye. But after that, the schedule opens up. And he's actually right now QB 10 in terms of scoring. So he, if you're sitting there with an underperforming quarterback, this might not just be a one-week situation. You might want to just grab this guy and hold on to him. Yeah, he's got something special going with Nico Collins there. Finally got Dalton Schultz into the scoring uh, shenanigans last week. And they completely annihilated those Steelers, man. Crazy. Ooh, wow. Nutso. You know, I, I'm looking at um, Sam Howell here. I hate to stay within the division, but he's been playing pretty good lately. Got the Chicago Bears on Thursday night. Sometimes these Thursday night games are a little run heavy, but um, the offense seems to be picking it up for these commandos lately. Yeah, I mean, he's had one good, uh, one bad game, really, and then three good games for Howley. So uh, he's been pretty dang impressive so far this year. All right, David, let's take a look at running back. Yeah, I'm going with Jaleel McLaughlin, Casey. Uh, Building a, a mystery. Known, <laughs> a little known back <laughs> at a Youngstown State, Casey, on the Denver Broncos. Actually, only 1% rostered. So, um, And last week, he really kind of blew up there with seven uh, rushes for 72 yards, three catches for 32 yards, and a touchdown. When Javante Williams went down, Javante Williams has a minor hip injury, no no real indication right at this point, uh, the severity or his availability for next week. But even so, it would seem that McLaughlin, with that kind of output, is going to find himself a role in this offense. So if he continues to develop like that, it could be a steal at this point in the season. 
Yeah, and he seems, I don't know if he's past Samaj P. Ryan, my Facebook friend on the depth chart there, but he definitely was very um, solid when he got an opportunity last week. So um, Peyton's going to ride the hot hand there in no Denver. So uh, is as painful as it is, I'm thinking about maybe doing Matt Breida in this thing. Um, oh. yeah. Giants offense completely trash, but Breida did. He was the one bright spot, I guess, on Monday night, if there was one. And this is only a temporary fix. Is Saquon's going to be back sooner than later, but he might get pretty active there. And um, otherwise, you sift through some of those Ravens running backs. Maybe you get Justice Hill. Yeah, I mean, and Brita going against the Dolphins this weekend. The, the Dolphins, you know, obviously gave a crap load of points last week. So we'll see if the Giants can get on track. But they're certainly going to want to run the ball and not let Tua go crazy on the other side. Oh, dude, what an abomination. I still can't get, I still can't get over it. Oh, my God. All right, Dave, what about wide receiver? Uh, yeah, so at wide receiver, this is this one's a no-brainer for me, KC. Jamison Williams on the Detroit Lions. He hasn't really done much since he was, I think, the 11th overall pick in the draft a couple years ago. Missed most of his rookie season pretty much in its entirety with the coming back from that ACL from the national championship game. But right now, available in most leagues out there because – he had that six-game suspension for gambling, and that was dropped recently to just a four-game suspension. So suddenly he became um, available, and uh, he'll probably ease into it. But if you've got some room on the back end of your roster, uh, wouldn't wouldn't mind stashing that dude to see if that Lions offense very productive. Yeah, the only problem with the Lions is you never know who's going to get fed. But in his limited um... – play last year came right in and had an instant impact all the talent in the world so um that might be like a, a sneaky league winner as you move down and he gets more acclimated in that offense i mean you know what i don't love the matchup this week but michael gallops had a couple of really solid weeks with the cowboys you know they kind of wrote him off because he wasn't back all the way from injury last year i felt like kellen moore wasn't using him right having all these comebacks and cutting with that knee healing, just send him deep, man. What he does is he goes up and bodies the ball in the air. He's not one of these guys that's going to do the hitches and comebacks. So um, I like Gallup a lot. And maybe if not Gallup, dude, Jahan Dotson's sitting right here. Ooh, that's also a, a tasty ahead, one. A little stack with Hal. Why not, right? <laughs> well, speaking of Gallup, that next game is the 49ers, is it not? So oh, that will be a is. tough matchup. But after that, there's greener pastures as you guys play <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers, who make every receiver look like uh, Tyree Kill, apparently. So uh, if you can hang on to that guy for a couple of weeks. Keep uh, the good work up, be. baby. Make sure. Ooh, Monday night in L.A. in just two short weeks. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We might be in the house for that one. We will oh, yeah. Day, Dave. <laughs> All right. What you got going at tight end? Yeah, Casey, we've been mentioning this guy at least at least one show, if not two shows, the last two shows. I wish we'd have taken I wish I would have taken my advice or your advice. I can't recall which of us had Cole Komet. Um and if I'm here week, and you're here, it's our advice. Yeah. Certainly nothing wrong with our advice. <laughs> well said, sir. Uh, and Cole Komet at Washington this week. So 
um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a decent matchup there. He's got 189 yards on the season, but the two touchdowns last week, that's what gets you kind of fired up for this guy. Definitely dude. And, um, what about Tyler Higby for our Los Angeles Rams? Got those stinking Eagles coming to town. He got that new fat payday. I mean, if he empties that money out of those pockets, he can get up and make some grabs. But um, that offense is starting to come around, although Puka Nakua is taking every single ball out there. So maybe there's not enough to go around for Higgs. Man, that guy is balling. And I think he was the week two uh, free agent waiver wire darling and man talk about roi on that guy wow no doubt tyler higby though banged up that thumb a little bit probably not going to be an issue but we'll see heading into the week if you're concerned keep your eye on that he's got nine more fingers dave come on what's that thumb do (laughs) pinochle pinochle (laughs) all right what about defense bro yeah speaking of defense um how about the miami dolphins at the New York Giants. The Giants have a way of Ugh. serving up great defensive performances. You're trying to make me throw them. up during the show, dude. How many dude, Giants? I mean, you should be we... enjoying this. I... I recall a time early in the season when they gave up an enormous score to a defense of the Dallas Cowboys. How about last week? Uh, you know, with the Devin Witherspoon interceptions for a touchdown. So eleven sacks. Yeah, one for every Ooh. defender on the field. Yeah, um, the, the the offensive line for the Giants is in disarray. And guess what? Um, you know, Vic Fangio and that Dolphins defense is going to come in there and Ugh. take advantage of it. So I, I recommend Dolphins. That's going to be yourself, brutal. Case? Dude, um, if you looked at the schedule coming out, you would have said, what are you smoking, Case? <laughs> but I'm looking at the Arizona Cardinals going what? up against the Cincinnati Bengals, dude. How many times did we see Burrow get hit last week? I mean, he's got zero mobility. He's trying to tough it out and stay in the pocket. But the Titans beat the living crap out of him last week. And uh, these Cardinals have been pretty impressive, defensively speaking, the first few weeks. I know it was a struggle against San Francisco, but who doesn't struggle against San Francisco? So um, they're going to be teeing off on Burrow on Sunday. Yeah, head coach Jonathan Gannon, the defensive mind coming from that uh, that Philadelphia team for the last couple of years, he has really got that Cardinals team playing at a high, high level. We've said it; they could have won every game, uh, but they're really competitive. And that defense uh, is is kind of playing, taking on his persona a little bit. So we'll see. Uh, that could be a nice pick, Casey. Yeah, you guys got questions? We got answers. Hit us up at footballdudesla at gmail dot com, and one of you lucky people. We'll get your email read on the show next week, but you got to get it in early. And <laughs> while you're out there doing stuff on the interwebs, make sure you subscribe to the Trend Zone podcast. Each and every week of the NFL season, we talk top trending stories and preview all of the games every week. Nobody does it anymore, but the football dudes do. We give you previews of every game. Dude, we're, we do all the heavy lift, lifting so you guys don't have to, right? That's the Trend Zone podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music as well, wherever you get your podcasts. Or just head on over to footballdudes.com and we will help you dominate your fantasy league and your picks every week. That's right. Get all the good stuff here. For Dave, I'm Casey. We are the Football Dudes. Thank you for listening to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. Good luck to all your fantasy teams and your reality teams.